Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Welcome again to Growing in Grace podcast with me, Mike Kampler, and him, man, Joel Brzezinski. Don't spit on me, man. <laughs> I know, man. I feel like a preacher. That's why I never sat in the front row. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> you know what? Give me, give me some windshield wipers here for my glasses. Yeah, you ever, um, you've heard of Gallagher, comedian? Yeah. I've been watch. I don't know why, but, well, I, we went and saw him live years ago in Des Moines, um, a friend and I did. And, um, you know, he's, uh, it's not necessarily the cleanest of jokes, but he, he does have a lot of good, funny humor and he does the watermelons and he's got the, his sledge and he'll like put, well, the end act is he'll put the watermelon there, but it's just this big sledgehammer and he's got like, he'll put all kinds of bananas, he'll put whipped cream, he'll put apples and pineapples and all kinds of stuff, and he'll just smash the stuff. It goes all over into the people sitting in the front rows. So they bring umbrellas, they bring plastic, they bring raincoats, and <laughs> it's just, it's funny. It's really, really good stuff. So like, um, pretty similar to when a preacher is preaching there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never been to Blue Man Group, but I've heard it's the same sort of thing where they, they might hand you uh, ponchos or something. Oh, really? up front. Oh, yeah, I've never been there either. I know they've been here locally, but I thought it'd be cool to go see them, but never have done that. But it's funny. I like good comedy. When it's not just jokes, but it's like, you know, stuff like that, <laughs> like pineapples going flying. Well, people like to laugh. And speaking of which, before we get into our conversation about uh, inheritance uh, from the New Covenant, I went to, uh, I think I went to, now we're recording ahead of time here, okay, but it's a Sunday right now. And so I went, our new podcast had posted. So I, I think I went to YouTube and just to click on it. And I noticed, you know, when you're on YouTube over on the side, there's other videos for you to click on Mm -hmm. well one of them for on my youtube anyway was rodney dangerfield on johnny carson (laughs) the best of rodney dangerfield oh yeah and i was just laughing so (laughs) hard it was just it was just he was on a roll and johnny just let him go with it you know he comes over and sits down and and you know some of it is is kind of Johnny might have a couple things jotted down to ask him because it's part of the bit, but otherwise Johnny just sat back and let Rodney do his thing. You know, <laughs> it was just so funny. So people like to laugh, and and you know you you would think based on some of the things I've seen in Christianity over the years, you would think uh, humor and laughing was uh, was created by the devil. Yeah, really. <laughs> uh, and uh, this, this is part of the nature of God, I think. Uh, laughing, humor, joyfulness. Um, it's it's a powerful thing. It it really is. It's you know I like watching a lot of comedy and whether it's comedy sitcoms uh, or comedians like I was talking about Gallagher, Mark Lowry um, was really probably one of my favorite Christian comedians where he just he had me rolling over laughing. Back in the day, Mike Warnke, so many just funny things, and then just. Whether it's uh, anything modern, it, or, and then that old type stuff. What I was watching, 
somebody reacting you know there's a lot of reaction videos these days somebody reacting to something and i was watching somebody reacting to rodney dangerfield <laughs> and they're <laughs> like that guy would get canceled these days uh because people today seemingly don't have the sense of humor that people used to have but so right. a lot of this a lot of the comedy from back in the day it wouldn't stand uh in today's even just modern secular society but that's beside the point but I hear you. <laughs> but you yeah, got to laugh. You got to laughing is good. If you get anything out of this laughing is good. <laughs> well, I just did it right there. Um, <laughs> just thinking about laughing uh, makes me want to laugh. But uh you know, we we were talking uh, at the end of Galatians chapter 3 last week, Joel, where um uh, Paul was explaining to the the Galatians how this this new covenant thing played out, especially compared to the old. He even mentioned the promise that was made to Abraham, which was hundreds of years before the law that was contained in that covenant with the Jews. So he, he covered all that. You can go back and listen to it if you missed out on it, growingingrace.org. But at the end of that chapter, there was a pretty good chapter break here. Um, he kind of wrapped it up with this. He, he First he said, you know, there, now, now in this covenant, this covenant of Christ, there's no longer Jew or Greek. There used to be. You know, there used to be this division, this barrier between these groups. But not, not only is there no longer Jew or Greek, there's neither slave nor free, there's neither male or female. You're all one in Christ. You're all on equal ground here now. And and if, and this is what we didn't get to, and if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed or offspring and heirs according to to the promise. Which promise? The promise God made to Abraham about Jesus Christ. And so there's an inheritance here, which is different than working for something. You understand that, right? And Paul is going to get into this a little bit more as, as he continues uh, writing to the Galatian peoples. Yeah, because here is how the people of Israel were trying to get the inheritance. Smith Barney. They make money the old-fashioned way. They earn it. <laughs> who, who is that guy again? Now, that was an old commercial. Yeah. Uh, and, and, but, but the church world has, is a lot like that. They, they like to earn salvation the old-fashioned way, right? I mean, they like to make, they like to gain salvation the old-fashioned way by earning it. <laughs> As the John Houseman doing those Smith Barney commercials, I used to watch him on the paper chase. Uh, way back in the day we're talking i don't know late 70s maybe early 80s and then yeah he was doing those uh smith bonnie commercials <laughs> i'm looking forward to the sequel by the way uh the series coming out i think it's called the hard drive chase <laughs> the paper chase the hard drive chase okay the digital chase <laughs> but you know when we're talking about an inheritance and how there's nothing there's nothing that you can do to earn it the law has nothing to do with this inheritance that we have in Christ you cannot have this inheritance by law what you got to have some law you got you got to have some law to, to try to tell you how to live your life and and we say no the law was completely done away with it was wiped out taken out of the way because it needed to make way for this this new covenant that has nothing to do with it where the inheritance indeed is by promise and not by works and so people will say danger will robinson danger no will robinson danger 
We're, You're we're speaking my language there. <laughs> Robot, one of my favorite actors. Yeah, he was a good actor. Monotone and everything. Always said his lines right. Yeah, it played the part perfectly. <laughs> exactly. So we're walking on some dangerous ground when we're when we're talking about this stuff. Well, that's what we've been told. You were telling me beforehand, the, you know, reminding me about some of these times when you and and uh, us together we've been told that we're treading on dangerous ground when when we're saying that uh, the law has nothing to do with life in Christ. Uh, it it had a purpose. You know, the law did have a purpose. You know, we're not dissing the law. We're just saying, as we talked about the last three weeks, really, but especially last week, we talked more about why did the law come if it has nothing to do with this inheritance. If it has nothing to do with how we become righteous, why was the law given? You can listen to what we had to say about that last week. The law was a guardian that held Israel, imprisoned Israel until Christ came. But now that Christ has come, they're no longer under the guardian, and the guardian is gone. And so this inheritance in Galatians chapter 3, that's what you were you were reading the last verse there. At, at the beginning, or near the beginning of there, uh, Paul is talking about this inheritance. He's talking about the promise that God had made to Abraham, and it was going to be a promise uh, by faith. Uh, Therefore, know that only those who are of faith are sons of Abraham. And the scripture, foreseeing that God would justify the Gentiles by faith, preached the gospel to Abraham beforehand, saying, In you all the nations shall be blessed, so then those who are of faith are blessed with believing Abraham. It doesn't say those who are of the law. It doesn't say those who are pursuing righteousness through the law. It doesn't say those who are trying to keep the law in order to be righteous, because he does say in verse 12, the law is not of faith. And so if this, if the inheritance is going to be by law, then that means it can't be by faith. So faith is made void uh, if you try to do it by the law. And so the inheritance, that, that word inheritance, you know, what, what does it mean if you inherit something? Does it mean that you have worked <laughs> for something? No, it means that somebody has said beforehand, this is what I'm going to give to you. It's an inheritance. It's something that is given. It's not something that is earned, whether it's the <laughs> old-fashioned way or however. I mean, uh, it's great. You know, if, if you want to earn money in this world, if you want to earn, you know, if you want to gain things in this world, it's true. So often you have to earn it. You have to work for it in order to get things in this world. That's That's the way of the world. But when it comes to Christ, when it comes to our inheritance and what we have uh, received in him, it's all by faith. Uh, God gave it to Abraham by promise, and that's <laughs> that's really what it's all about. Uh, if you are Christ's, then you are Abraham's seed, and you are heirs, according to the promise, not the law. Yeah, and you know, we, that was the end of Galatians 3, that, that inheritance verse, heirs. Mm-hmm. But Galatians 4, it's, it's not a new subject, because, you know, again, just to reiterate something we've talked about over the years, chapters and verses, all that stuff was, was added much later after the writings were actually put down. Publishers and stuff did this, um, people who were putting uh, all of this together. So he goes on to say that the heir, as long as he is a child, is no different from a slave, though he is the owner of everything. But, and, and here's another phrase that he just got done using, uh, the child 
is under guardians or managers, stewards, until the date set by his father. So they're under the guardian. You know, Jewish uh, boys would be under guardians. Mm-hmm. And, and in the same way, also, when we were children, we were enslaved to the elementary principles of the world. But when the fullness of time had come, that's a mystery, the fullness of time had come, <laughs> God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those Jewish people who were under that law so that we might receive adoption as sons. You know, uh, several weeks back, we we brought up the story of the rich young ruler who came up to Jesus and said, what must I do to inherit eternal life? So right away, he's in that frame of mind right away. He said, what, what do I have to, he wanted to make sure of something. It, it was a sincere and, and, and serious approach to someone who really wanted to know. They just wanted to know that they could have eternal life. So they went up to Jesus and they did what a lot of people would do. I, I just need to know. I, I need to make sure. What what do I have to do? Just just tell me what I have to do <laughs> to mm-hmm. inherit eternal life. To do and to inherit are two totally different things. So we, we have a contrast there, number one. But this is what a lot of people will ask even today, even within church circles, even amongst believers sometimes. What must I do to be saved? What do I have to do to gain eternal life, or as as the rich young ruler said, what do I have to do to inherit? Inheritance doesn't come by doing, traditionally. It it comes through the child-parent relationship. And so whether you're born into a family, you've been adopted into a family, you are now a part of a will, sometimes referred to as a testament in the Bible, or a covenant, uh, something that comes to you through somebody else when they die. Jesus died, an inheritance would be received. Oh, yes. That, yes. That's why, one reason why why Jesus died. Uh, you know, the inheritance doesn't come, you know, a testament doesn't come in force until the death of the testator. That's what Hebrews says. Yeah, and Jesus, chapter 9. Yep, Jesus was the testator, and he died. And so everything that we, that was going, that was promised through him, then became our inheritance that was the new covenant that's what the new covenant is so what we've been talking about the last few weeks kind of the old covenant versus the new covenant the old covenant was do 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 you must do this you must do that works 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 israel pursuing righteousness by the law the gentiles who weren't pursuing righteousness at all they attained to righteousness because it all had to do with faith. This is what Hebrew or this is what Galatians three and four is talking about. It has to do with the new covenant having been something that came about because the people of Israel who were not keeping the thing that they promised to do. They weren't doing the law. Like, you know, they had to do the law fully if they were going to earn any if they were not earn anything, if yeah, if they were going to earn anything through the law, they had to keep it fully, but they didn't. And so nobody is righteous through the law because nobody can do it. And so this whole new covenant is about faith. It's about receiving it as a gift of God. The, the promise was originally made to Abraham. Well, actually, God told Adam that this would come. This would happen. The serpent will strike at your feet and you will crush his head. 
that was all kind of the beginnings of, of the, uh, the prophecy of, of what would happen. But a, a specific promise was made to Abraham, and it was fulfilled in Christ. And we, who are of faith, we're, we're the ones who have received this inheritance because God gave it as a gift and uh, not an inheritance that came through the law at all. And Joel, just to wrap us up, because I know we're, we're running out of time, the, the, the sponsor's going to shut us off here any minute now. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, the, uh, this idea of grace through faith alone apart from works when it comes to salvation, um, re- redemption, justification, uh, even sanctification. You mentioned it earlier when you played the robot. People, I mean, we've been told for years we've been in dangerous territory, even on this subject of grace through faith alone, apart from works. We're not saying that works aren't important, but that's that's a different issue. It's a different subject than justification and, and salvation, uh, which came through the blood of Jesus Christ. And I've had people sit there right in front of me before and tell me, you're 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 treading on dangerous ground. That's dangerous territory. That's a dangerous message that you're teaching. And so one can only assume that when I hear that from somebody who is looking at me with sort of a a smug, self-righteous um, appearance uh, and attitude, uh, I can only assume that they are trying to gain salvation, uh, even though they claim to be a believer in Jesus Christ by faith. Uh, I can only assume they're still in their own mind trying to earn earn their salvation <laughs> through what they do. If I'm treading or if we're treading on da- dangerous territory with this message of grace, that can only be uh, assumed that they think that. Again, that's in their mind. Um, but to, to tell other people that it's dangerous, it's, it's a very self-righteous uh, old covenant attitude. Right, because really the, the, the dangerous thing is what in Israel was doing. They were pursuing righteousness through what they did and they did not attain it so (laughs) you know that's really the danger if you try if you think that somehow your good works are playing a part in attaining righteousness in inheriting what god has promised then you're in dangerous territory yes we're going to be told i think from here to kingdom come whatever however you want to put it we're going to be told that we're walking on dangerous ground because of what we say but really, this is what Paul testified to. This is, the, um, this is the gospel that Jesus told him to proclaim. It's the good news. And so we're going to proclaim the good news. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski. Heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace. Growing in Grace.